Well, a very good evening to each and every one of you joining me, Miss Belinda Scandal, and Brandon McCaffrey. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, flower. Are you all right? Sam Lasher with the year. Oh my God, I know, right? But like, we're all Christmassy. We're all Christmassy. I'm dressed like a, a foiled turkey. You're in your favourite Christmas wrapped and stuff, as per usual. Do you I'm, I'm, you're wrapped and stuff, as per usual. I thought, yes, good, very good. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I, I, do you know what? I actually went for the ugliest Christmas job right now. I, I think that is gorgeous. We were talking to no, I seen on. someone in the Orange wearing it and was oh, like, well, dear. I don't want to tell him. No, no. We, it's, it's very reminiscent of what Peter Duncan wore back in the day. <laughs> Probably is. No one has um, been asking for it back for the past year. Has he? <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's on the show tonight, Cocker? Well, we've got obviously got our fabulous Joe Britton back. We have indeed. We're also joined by Oliver Farnworth, everybody. I wonder mm. where he's from. <laughs> And also, if that's not enough, we've got the entire team in the room of us. Hello, we team! Have hello. <laughs> so, just in case you don't know, we've got Mark Lowell in there. We've got the wonderful Caroline Whitehead, F-R-S-A. <laughs> we've got Jo Britton. Sure, she's got letters after her name. M-O-J-O. And, of course, Ian Scott of Canal Street, S-T. T. Online, everybody. <laughs> yes. So, they're all here and they're all going to be joining in. Are you all ready for Christmas? Yeah. Are you all excited by it? I'm so giddy. Are you giddy? Mm -hmm. Is that just the Prosecco? I know. Yeah, I should just say we are drinking tonight a lovely <laughs> bottle of Kylie Rose Prosecco, everybody. So first of all, cheers, everybody. Oh, cheers. 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 There you go. Merry Christmas. Now, um, because we intend to get a little bit intoxicated tonight throughout the show, everyone, throughout the show. Throughout the show. Throughout the show. Good Lords as the director. Um, we thought we we're going to cut to the VT straight away. Now, there's a wonderful show based on a uh, film called Fatal Attraction. Yes. Now, I any see that for you. Do you know I really do? What, like a bunny boiler. A, I am a bunny boiler. I bet you do. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've got rabbits at home and I'm terrified. Mm, you know, I probably use them as a coat, to be honest, rather than boil them. But nevertheless, <laughs> uh, this musical's about to hit the stage as a play. Uh, it stars Kim Marsh and Oliver Farnworth um, as the wonderful characters that you might recognise from the film. It's a corker of a film. Will it be a corker of a play? We spoke to Oliver Farnworth to find out. And we caught up with Oliver Farnworth to find out exactly what it's all about. Oliver, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good afternoon. And where is it you're dialing in from today? I am dialing in from my digs in Manchester. It sounds very, very exciting. Fatal Attraction. I'm on the bed. Yeah, yeah, Fatal Attraction. It sounds mega, mega exciting. Fatal Attraction, of course, um, the movie did very, very well. Uh, perhaps tell everybody, first of all, what the story is. Well, it's, it's a pretty um, pacey thriller. Um, Dan, my character, uh, is a New York lawyer um, who has a kind of one-night affair with a character called Alex. Um, and he spends the next kind of days and weeks trying to kind of cover his tracks. Um, but Alex is um, fairly persistent that uh, she wants more than uh, than the one night thing. He's got uh, his, his family who's trying to keep everything from. He's got a kind of moral uh, dilemma going on. And uh, and it all pans out in a in a very kind of uh, kind of dramatic twisty way. Without <laughs> well, it sounds great. I mean, we all know how it pro. Has it stuck to the ending and everything? So we expect everything we expect from the film in the in the play. Well, do you know what? I, I don't want to give the ending away. Um, I've not actually seen the film probably for about twenty years, and Ooh. I kind of made a point of not rewatching it because I think sometimes it's quite easy to fall into the trap of. Um, 
trying to recreate the iconic performances of Meryl, uh, Meryl Streep and uh, Michael Douglas, obviously. Um, so I, I believe our ending is slightly different. The, the script uh, by Jim, James Dearden, uh, he's been working quite closely with the producers and our director, and um, he's kind of updated it. He's introduced kind of modern technology, mobile phones. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of, it's not set in a particular time. There's no kind of political references or anything, but it's certainly set in modern times. And I think that gives an extra dimension really, because the sort of jeopardy of my character's um, infidelity being revealed is is always kind of there because he's always got, you know, his phone's always going. So that's quite an exciting little dimension they've added. But in terms of the ending, I believe it's a slightly different outcome, um, but I'm not going to give anything away. I mean, having it set in no particular era just makes it a lot more relatable to its audience as well, doesn't it? There'll be people that, like yourself, perhaps haven't delved into this film for a very long time, if ever. So having this set in no particular era is just going to be a lot more relatable to people, isn't it? I think so. I, I think um, people people know the classic and they, they know the story and they want to see that. But do they necessarily want to see a carbon copy of the film on stage? Is that interesting? Um, so yeah, I, I think, um, I think what the new bits and pieces that they've brought to it, enhance it and, and help the story along. And yeah, like, like I said, if you go down the route of setting it in a particular time, then without kind of referencing, uh, the, the bigger picture, the wider world, um, it's, it's very difficult to contain the story. So I, I think, I think they've struck the balance really well. It was, of course, uh, its own genre within itself. It was a particular type of thriller. Um, are we going to be on our edge of the seats like we were when we watched the film? Definitely, definitely. There's, there are, there are the, the the set pieces. The 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 term "bunny boiler" was actually yeah. uh, coined um, through this film, so that's what everyone knows. Um, it's obviously a very kind of sensitive issue. I, th I think that's another thing we've kind of looked more into the backstories of the characters and their and their motivation you know um i think there's there's damage on on either side of the characters there's culpability on either side and i think perhaps we we've, we've kind of updated it in 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 that respect as well in terms of trying to delve more into into why uh, people are motivated to do what they do so particularly then your character, obviously played by the great Michael Douglas all the years ago, um, how have you managed to um, adapt and bring this character without bringing us a Michael Douglas? Um, can I just clarify? I believe a minute ago I said Meryl Streep. And oh, I know you not. meant Glenn Close. It's all terrible, right. Terrible, Don't you worry. I knew exactly I'm, what you meant. I've not watched it for a while. I've not watched it for a while. Um, I, I, think, I think with any part, you... You try and um, bring uh, your own twist to it. I think it's I think it's really important um, as an actor because, especially in in with classic plays, parts are recreated all the time. You know, you look at Shakespeare. How many how many times is Hamlet put on a year? Do you ever see the same one twice? No. Um, so I think it's been quite important to me to stick really kind of. Um, strongly to the script that we've got the text that we've got and um really delve into into the, the show that we're putting on so i'm i'm uh, i think 
later in rehearsals, I definitely will go back and rewatch the film because I think it would be um, naive for an audience not to, to expect little nods towards the original. Um, but I think at the moment, I'm really trying to embody the character and, and make it my own. So it's coming to Manchester uh, very, very soon. Why should people book the tickets to come and watch this show? I think um, in the new year, people like a bit of a thriller. They like an edge of the seat thriller. They like the fact that it's a, a very popular title, a very strong title. They they know the film. They they know the story, but we're giving it that little little bit of a twist. We're, we're putting it into our own words, should I say? So um, yeah, I think if you like a really a really entertaining, cracking, edgy thriller, then come and see it. So that's the wonderful Fatal Attraction coming to the wonderful Opera House on the mm -hmm. 22nd to the 26th of February. And we're going to get deep inside and follow that one very, very much. In the meantime, one lady that joined us uh, near enough 17 months ago now, I believe it or not, 17 months ago, Jeez. is our lovely culture queen. This is Carol Ann Whitehead. Carol Ann Whitehead. I You've been like amazing. Whitehead files, to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we need to go. I know. Get the music playing. Get the music playing. Swish the braids. So, uh, <laughs> you've, you've been culture queen. What does that mean to you? It means sharing the knowledge and actually saying to people where they come from, educating them, giving them the knowledge. Because people walk the path, walk past buildings, and don't actually know the story behind where they live and just basically giving them that information and but you, with excitement you've, you've opened up your manchester to a whole new world of diversity and uh, you, you've been i mean you you taught me a few things and you're, you're good for your poems as well that you do, Ooh, I do like poem, yes. can you remember any of them now well i'll, I'll remember I'll, well there's one that i haven't said yet but i used to like when i was young yeah and uh, it goes in winter i get up at night and dress by yellow candlelight in summer it's quite the other way I have to go to bed by day. It's a snippet of a Robert Louis Stevenson there. That's beautiful. He wrote Jekyll and Hyde, didn't he? Mm, no. No. Yeah. He did. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Yeah. He did. Thank oh, you. Did yeah. I can't help. There you are. I've told you. you. And now she's you the film queen. Oh, I'm the culture queen. She's the literature no. queen. Look at you go. Literature queen. So, oh, Carl, what exactly on. made you want to like do this sort of thing? Because obviously you, look, you talk to so many people about the, their different lifestyles and what's going on, even within and around Manchester and without it. What makes you so passionate about it? So growing up, I was, I was brought up as an only child. And one of the things I really liked was history. Mm. Not many children like history, but I really liked it. I liked watching the documentaries. You know, yeah. like sometimes people like to watch the nature documentaries. I like the historical side of things. Mm. And also when we used to visit relatives in different parts of the world, I was sick of going to malls and things. It's like Philadelphia. I was like, can I see the Liberty Bell, please? I'd like to know about the history. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's fascinating. You've you've also taught us a lot about uh, the people of colour as well, and mm. all this stuff that goes with it. And I, for one, I felt a bit embarrassed that I didn't know as much as what I should. But you've taught me that that's okay because through you, we are learning more and more with every week. It, well, it is okay. You know, it's no one's going to beat you with a wet stick. Um, <laughs> Chance to be a fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because, because you don't know. The fact that you're open to learning, that is fantastic. You know, and you take that knowledge with you. You know that every time you look at a traffic light. This is true. 
This is true. So you have to tell everybody about that now, won't you? Well, the traffic lights. Yes. So the traffic light was invented by a gentleman of colour in America, in Oklahoma, and he sold. He sold the. Um, he watched. He he went to a crossroads and he saw the fact that these cars were crashing into each other, and he thought, well, "How can we do that?" And he came up with a traffic light system, and he sold the idea to General Electric in the United States. And then his next invention was what he called the smoke hood that we know as the gas mask today. Because wow. it evolved from the smoke hook to help the firefighters to the gas mask that they used in the up and coming mm. world wars. That's amazing. Did you know that not a lot of people knew that. Well, I didn't, but now we do. No, thanks to our like culture queen. This is my whole point. That's like the thing is like something like Edison coming up with like things it's, like that. Like, it's fabulous. I'll tell that's you what, we, we pride ourselves. We yeah. pride ourselves on bringing a whole host of presenters together here mm -hmm. on Your Manchester. Now, normally we'd leave this to the end of the programme, but he's got a special little speech for us later on in the programme. So we're going to check in now to find out exactly what the weather's going to be for this week. Hello, my lovely weather watchers, and welcome to this week's weather forecast with me, Paul Rudd. And I'm here in Oldham Town Centre this week, here with this beautiful Christmas tree. And if you know me, I do love a good Christmas tree. Weather-wise this week, it's not looking good. A mixed bag, I would say. So let's take a look at this week's weather. Here come the details. Okay, Thursday is looking like rain, with the temperatures of 6 degrees Celsius. Friday is looking cloudy, with the temperatures of 7 degrees Celsius. And as we look into the Christmas week right now, yay! Saturday is looking sunny with the temperatures of 5 degrees Celsius and Sunday is looking sunny with the temperatures of 4 degrees Celsius. And it's going to be fresh as well and I'm not ruling out snow and I'll keep you posted if we get any snow or not. It's going to be very cold and murky nights and it's still a bit icy on foot so just be careful. So from me, Paul, here in Oldham Town Centre, I want to wish all my lovely weather watchers a very happy Christmas and a healthy new year. See you all in the new year. And now it's time to hand over back to the studio for this week's amazing episode of Your Manchester. Suppose I, didn't say, well, I don't know what I'm going to do without seeing it every week now. No, you'll be all right. Year. It's only one week that we're not here It's for. a whole year. I couldn't see until next year now. Right, you're being ridiculous and very, very <laughs> Irish. Um, we, of course, bring ourselves a whole load of presenters, I did just say before we went to the VT there. And this programme that you're watching now, would it have been possible without one gentleman in particular? And he joins us now. This is Mr. Ian Scott. Ian! Hello, how are you? How are you? This must be weird for you seeing how well this is all doing and how many times we come together and congregate. Yeah. Because this was literally an idea that me and you had, what, 2016? Well, we met in about 2016. You performed at Taurus, I don't know if you remember. Yeah. And I remember thinking, actually, how talented you were. I didn't know that you could sing live, that you could perform live. I thought you were I just uh, a mime artist because I didn't know you at all. And then what happened is, if you remember, we decided to set up Belinda Scandals. Yes. And that was about getting on the red carpet, doing some showbiz interviews. Showbiz yeah, Scandals, that was right. it. And if you remember, February, I think it was 2017, Bat Out of Hell, the premiere, right. we got access to the, the producers, to all the performers the major performers 
And it was a fabulous night, except the sound didn't work, no. if you remember. So we couldn't use any of it. And, and actually, from that point to where the show is now, is some journey. And the other thing that always sticks in my mind was that in about April the year after, do you remember we went, we had that little room and, yes. and we had the guests there and all the rest of it and they had no Wi-Fi. Oh. So we couldn't actually. We could very organised though. We had all the cameras in place. We had all the sound equipment you could buy. Yeah. The only thing I didn't think the people would not have in 2017, 2018, yeah. 2017 was Wi-Fi. Absolutely. And they didn't have it. Yeah. We were However, ruined. Despite that, we went to the pub. If you we went around to the, the corner, <laughs> went to Tariff and Dale, and we organised the week after. Yeah. Everything went well. We've had about is it five homes? Is it about the fifth place? Uh, Something like that. Different four, presenters. Four different four, areas. Yeah. Different presenters. But where you have taken it, I think, is in a very special direction. So you know, I like to be behind the scenes, but but collaboratively i think we've done some really special stuff well yeah because i mean not interrupting or anything but what people don't see is behind the scenes you're constantly coming up to, well i'll do it again what people don't see is behind the scenes you're constantly coming up with ideas and stuff that we need to bring to here to, to keep it going and what a collection of talented people know, you know that yeah. have come over so there've been some changes over the years yeah. you know there's some people that have come and gone but actually your manchester now has its special place nobody else is doing it nobody else has got the number nobody else has got the platforms and and actually the the caliber of the guests and the the content on a weekly basis is just going up and up and up and up and it's something that privately when i'm talking to my friends i'm really proud to have an association with it's brilliant it's it's bizarre when you say it like that because it's it's obviously been a roller coaster the the last four years. I mean, it's it's literally not stopped. Even the past year, I only joined in what January. Aye, and I so she's taken on a couple of years since now. And to think like where it's come even from just then, like well, it's crazy. I always say though, it's all about the team. Well, it, is. it there really is. I've I've always been a strong believer. There's no iron team, no. but there is in winner, and together we can all be a winner. I think that's oh, what's all very important. Quite cute, and we are storming it, and we've got shed loads of guests that constantly join us, and it is quite fantastic. And yeah, we're getting better and better guests as people are getting more and more aware of it. And it really is the place where the city, city comes, comes to, to talk. talk. Ian, thank you so much for them lovely words. It's very, very lovely. One lady that should be here tonight, but uh, as I said, it's being sensible and uh, making sure she's looking after herself properly is our gorgeous Hayley Cartwright. However, she brings us her very last 2021 on the bar. Hi everyone, I'm Hayley and welcome to this week's On The Box. Here I am, can you see? I'm in my little Santa dress as well, can you see? I'll do a little jump so you can actually see, look there. I'm so sorry I'm not in the studio. I really, really wanted to be there and be with everybody else with a bit of fizz, etc. But I'm going to be seeing some more vulnerable members of the family for Christmas, Christmas Day. So I do have to put them first. So, now before I talk about anything else that's on this Christmas, if you watch 
one film this Christmas. If you choose just one film to watch, you must watch Single All The Way. That is available on Netflix. It's absolutely brilliant. It's charming. It's sweet. It's funny. It's a romantic comedy about a gay man whose family always say, oh, you're single every Christmas, etc. So this year he decides he's going to take his best friend, Nick, along with him. And he's asked Nick to be his fake boyfriend. I'm not going to tell you anything else, but do watch it. It's absolutely brilliant. It doesn't have all that drama that you often get um, with um, a lot of the prominent LGBTQ uh, dramas, productions, films, etc. There's none of that unnecessary stuff. It's absolutely brilliant and it has a really good happy ending too. There's also a film on Netflix called A Castle for Christmas. It's got Brooke Shields, A Castle, Christmas and Scotland. So what more could you ask for really? That's a beautiful film too. Um, on Christmas Eve itself, Paddington 2 is on the telly. It's on BBC One, so that's something you can sit down with your hot chocolates and watch as a family before Father Christmas comes down that chimney. Have I got 30 news for you on Christmas Eve? That's celebrating 30 years of the show. That is also on BBC. And on Christmas Day, you can watch that Mary Poppins returns. Now, I saw this last year. Before I saw it, I was like, mm, not sure if it can compete with the original, but it's absolutely brilliant. Watch it. Sit down, watch it as a family. It's on at 10 past three and it is on BBC One. And finally, on New Year's Day, it's Doctor Who time, of course. Um, it's going to be lots of twists and turns. And of course, we only have three more episodes after this one, I think, uh, with Jodie as the Doctor as well before she regenerates. Uh, that goes out at quarter to seven, 6.45. And it is called The Eve of the Daleks. Um, that goes out, like I said, on New Year's Day. Do give that a watch. Now, that's it from me. Do take care. And remember, if you are struggling this Christmas, it is hard. It's a second Christmas where we're kind of sort of, oh, can we, can't we, what's going on, etc. You know, if you're struggling, don't be ashamed. And, you know, there's charities out there like the Samaritans you can call. Um, you can pop um, the LGBT Foundation. You can give them a little ring or an email as well if you want to talk to somebody. Um, but that's it from me. You take care. Have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And I'll see you in 2022. And remember, like I say, stronger together. So there we are. Now we know what to look yeah. out for on the box, don't yes. we? It's all very, very exciting. Well, I was always looking forward to talking Carlos about Carlos Dimbian's commented, look, everybody, have a fabulous Christmas. Uh, Carlos Dimbian, of course, former Lord Mayor of Manchester, uh, he's commented as well. It's very exciting, isn't it? Uh, you it feeling is. good? I am. You know, we're going into strange times, potentially. We are. I feel we need somebody to pick up our mojo. Oh, and I know just the woman for it. Indeed. It's Britain. So we are now joined by Jo Britton. She is with us here now. How are you doing? And thank you so much for your words of constant wisdom on our programme. Oh, I'm doing well. How is your mojo? I, my mojo will be all right if we get to the end of the year without actually, <laughs> yeah, that word that I weren't mentioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need wow. to see my mother. I need to see a desperate. Hour. We used to see each other every Friday and I've seen her probably now. Two Fridays this year, three Fridays. Oh, wow. if this, that. Year. this year, yeah. We're being very sensible in our family. That, very, very, very sensible. Very good. Yeah. So, how's your mojo? Because nobody ever asked you about that, do they? Do you know what? 
what they don't actually no, actually, no. Mojo. my mojo's pretty good because last time a couple of weeks back when i was last in yeah i always ask that question how's your mojo mm. you were about five weren't you yeah probably like that wow. i've done nothing for christmas at that time i've got my tree up now yeah pretty much done my shopping almost if it all arrives it's all been online it's exciting you know what? it's easy enough though isn't, isn't it, it? Click, so click, click click done and then you see all oh, that i'd like that as well i'll tell you what else has surprised me a lot though mm. that's lifted my mojo the okay. fact that i don't have to concentrate too much on the cooking because a certain shop using three letters marks and spencers <laughs> basically i've got it all laid out for you hey, have you seen the battle going on now well marks and spencers versus aldi oh please Cockpit round two. i know all about the sparkly gin one's focusing on a carrot one's focusing on quality <laughs> um, it's aldi there we go i'll send that to them we might get a bit of sponsorship that's as best as time very much what can we do if our mojo is a bit ooh at the moment well do you know what i'm gonna pick up on what you were saying about the food bit, yeah right because mm -hmm. i brought let me ask you a question go on yeah Brussels sprouts mm. on your christmas not dinner or not definitely it, it's always divides always. doesn't it yeah. Always, <laughs> really? Always. <laughs> Always not a fan. I'm not a fan. Oh, However, I brought with me today. What's this? Can I throw this? it over to you? Go on this ahead. This is Norma, my neuron. So mm, brain this cell. This is Norma, the neuron. <gasps> oh, you don't have one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've actually got 10, 100 billion of those in your brain, mm. and you've got them in other parts of your body as well. Right. These dudes are massively important, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So we have to feed them really well. What better time than Christmas? Yeah. With a Christmas menu to feed, because we all indulge, don't we? Some of us overindulge. Overindulgement. Mm. Overindulgement is not good for Norma or no Norman. Whatever you are. I'm here. We can be non-binary, who knows? Sarah Brinta. What are you talking about? I don't know. Go on, just, to, just ignore him. <laughs> well, what we're going to do, because it's mojo boosting, right? We want to boost our neurons and our brain and our body and feel really good, right, for Christmas. So we're going to do it as a Christmas menu. Okay. Too late. Starting with in the morning. When you get up and yes. you have your Christmas breakfast, yes. what would you normally have? A glass of books first. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Or a few, or a bottle. Bottle, yeah. Something like that, yeah. That's <laughs> not actually about bottle of like an orange juice. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, please. Not really but that's because we'd go out, because in my family, we'd go out and we'd, we'd go to visit the graves of people who've passed away. You've got to visit all the family. Keeping it light there, Brad. Always. Oh, oh, but no, we, we, we see Christmas as a day of family, so we yeah. go to visit all the family. Yeah. Such. No, so you're I'm right. Really you're right, yeah. So, what? Well, loads of the kids, don't they? Start, uh, Selection boxes. Yeah. They probably eat that, don't they, for the breakfast? Do you eat them? Yeah. Do you have them for your breakfast? Hey, what's that? Selection, Selection box. boxes. No, they've gone the day before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have then? Do you just stick to the books first? Yeah. 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 Looks okay. Nice. So, thinking about nutrition yes. and boosting your brain. Yes. A really great breakfast. If you're going to eat the selection boxes, <laughs> pick the dark chocolate. Oh, really? Oh, dark chocolate yeah. is the really good chocolate. So a lot of what I'm going to say today is all about stuff that's good for brain function, reducing inflammation, releasing mm -hmm. serotonin, oh. all that kind of stuff. So go for the dark chocolate in the... Um, in the morning. In the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what about, I always have a bit of scrambled egg and oh, a bit of smoked egg. salmon. Smoked salmon, eggs Florentine. 
Yeah. Can't go wrong. Really good. The eggs, the yolk in the egg, yeah. really good for the uh, structure of the neurons and the cells. Mm -hmm. And really good to have oily fish as well. So that's brain boosting as yeah. well. Yeah, I like mackerel. Your Christmas dinner, yes. your Brussels sprouts are massively important. Yeah. Pack your plate with cruciferous vegetables. I can hardly ever say Cruci that. Cruciferous vegetables. Cruciferous. So, Brussels sprouts, um, cauliflower. Oh, Would you ever have bok choy on your Christmas dinner, do you think? What's bok choy? Yeah, bok choy. Ask me ask. What's bok choy? What's bok choy? It's, a, it's a Chinese, like a Chinese leaf. Oh. Very good. Very good for you as well, well reduces inflammation. Know. What about, um, what <clears throat> would you normally have Christmas pudding or what would you Oh, have? Christmas pudding. The in-laws, basically, I've been cooking this Christmas pudding in brandy since we went into lockdown. So this year, they're going to set it on fire. It'll look like I thought. <laughs> yeah, you can have that. Yeah. However, sometimes I have trifle as well. Oh, I, like I have a bit of a good trifle. Yeah. yeah. a good trifle, yeah. Berries in your trifle. Strawberries, blueberries. Blackberries, all absolutely brilliant for boosting your brain. Mm. So, little Christmas menu. Guess what else? It's been really topical. You may think, mm, guess what else is really good for your brain, brain function? Alcohol. It is the red wine. The red wine, And safe. the cheese. So, do you like a good cheese board? Because I live on cheese. Yeah, finish it off with a nice cheese board and some red wine, some recent research done into Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. um, actually, the study shows that within reason, yeah. reasonable, responsible <laughs> red wine. You're laughing, aren't you? Because you've already had a bottle of books, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it reasonable. But actually, that's also really good for like a cognitive um, ability, and it decreases some of those um, problems that people with um, mm. dementia okay. and Alzheimer's have. So in three words, then, just three words, because we've got to get to what's on. Three words, how to best cope with making sure you have a wonderful Christmas. Just track... So we always do this, don't we? Right. Yeah. You wanted an exercise, didn't exercise. you? Let's finish with an exercise. So get your glasses. Remember, we did vagal toning yeah, a couple of weeks ago. The one we didn't do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bit of gargling with the old. Oh, I can gargle. I'm better at swallowing, but I can gargle. <laughs> Let's see what's on. Here we go. Here's what's happening across Manchester in the next few days. At the Palace Theatre, the Book of Mormon continues its run, and over at the Opera House, Aladdin, starring Alexandra Burke and a host of stars, is on until the 2nd of January. At the Bolton Octagon, their panto, Peter Pan, is still on, and at the Stockport Plaza, Brian Capron stars in Dick Whittington. At home, their Christmas at home season continues, with a host of festive films, including the classic It's a Wonderful Life. Over at the Bridgewater Hall, there's a Christmas carol sing-along on the afternoon of the 24th, and a couple of great films to see this Christmas, including Spider-Man No Way Home and Steven Spielberg's version of West Side Story. At the Manchester Royal Exchange, the strange undoing of Redentia Heart continues its run until the 15th of January. And at Hope Mill Theatre, you can see The Wiz, which is getting rave reviews. If you'd have a gig that you'd like us to mention on Manchester's Unmissable Gig Guide, drop us a line. Contact us at yourmcr.com. So there we are then. So that's what's up. Slow yes, there's loads on. Yes, Unfortunately, since we went to production and that, a few shows are cancelling for a few days. Yes. Um, 
But I always check with the venue to see if they're going on. And they're, they're all being so lovely about it. If they are cancelling the show, of course, there are ways for you to get to see the show mm-hmm. at a later date or they can give you a refund. Uh, so many shows going about. So many shows. Theatre really came back in, like, I think at the end of the year. In abundance. Yeah, it really Absolutely. did. Absolutely. really did. Uh, once again, if you can get to see it, I do strongly suggest you go and watch The Wiz because that is just something else or of course if you do get to see it book a moment or check out our Kerry Dupree at the Opera House with Aladdin everybody Uh, one man that's heavily into his showbiz Matt Llewellyn how are you hello hello we we must just say thank you for the lovely treat that you have provided us with here this is of course provided by your lovely garden centre which is called Daisy 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 Nook where is that that is in Failsworth Failsworth yes it's nice it's lovely (laughs) and uh, it's gorgeous I wish people could see the full extent of this tree because it's blinking massive really I mean because we talked about this whenever I was at the garden centre what exactly do these colours sort of mean to modern Christmas then well, the in colours this year are these pinks, lilacs, purples. Uh, and I think because so many people have decorated their homes in grey in the past year or so, <laughs> it's very popular. Uh, the white tree, those colours really stand out. So uh, this year, they are the colours. It's fabulous. Wow. Really it's fabulous. Manchester colours are the colours. Well, obviously. Why wouldn't they be? Wouldn't they? Uh, other than that, what have you been up to? Since last saw you, well, I've been ill. Yeah, wow. Yes, uh, I saw you, and then I, I was in bed for three weeks. Yes, yeah. nothing uh, to do with me, by the way. I'm fully recovered now, although I've lost my hearing, and I have to say that. Sorry. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, the show's been so much better. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I've been having a break, and then I'm. <laughs> I am back on the uh, old after dinner circuit from January. Doing your speeches. Doing my speeches. And your talks. What do you talk about when you're doing these six speeches? Seven different talks. I talk about Panto, oh. Variety Theatre, oh. Coronation Street, of course, My Career. I do yeah. one on, on you. Yeah. Uh, secrets. Um, yeah. <laughs> Two hands. <laughs> so, yes, I should be back doing that. And then uh, lots of stuff for Willowwood Hospice, which I do. And we're doing something. Tell us together. just a little bit about Willowwood Hospice, because, I mean, you've just had uh, another auction for. Um, Madam for Dame Julie Goodyear. Dame Julie Goodyear, yes. yes. She actually rang me this morning and sang Lily Marlene on the phone. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we've just done another auction for them, uh, which got to be previewed uh, exclusively on your Manchester. Yeah. Yes. And that raised, I think that's coming about £4,000. Oh, so all together over the two, it's been about twenty twenty two thousand. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, that's amazing. Where does the money go to? How does it help your place? Yeah. So Willowwood Hospice serves Glossop and Tameside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anyone with life-threatening illnesses. Uh, so we have inpatients, but we also have day clinics for people with Alzheimer's and uh, dementia and so on and their carers yeah of course everything like every hospice it's all provided free of charge so for us it costs we have to raise about three million pounds a year that's fantastic uh, so we rely on people to donate and so on and I mean Greater Manchester is very lucky yeah because there are lots of great hospices yeah it's amazing well you keep doing your fabulous fabulous work and it's always lovely to see you and it's always lovely to have a gorgeous tree now of course we are talking we had earlier on we had the uh, the weather from Paul Rudd however we thought this year rather than me do a Queen's speech we thought it would only be appropriate for him to do one so this is your Manchester's Christmas message for 2021 with Mr Paul Rudd
I just wanted to reflect on the year that has been and gone. Some of us have struggled. Even I have struggled sometimes. But you know what? We got through it together. Yes! And I wanted to say that I've really enjoyed presenting the weather for your Manchester, whether it be in the garden, on location, or sometimes at the studio. And I can't wait to be in the studio again this year. And I want to wish all my lovely weather watchers a very happy and healthy new year. And also my second family at your Manchester a happy and healthy new year as well. Thank you for all your support. And here's to 2022, only on your Manchester. Yes, indeed. Here's to 2022. Owen! Did you win? What did you get? I got oh, a, a nail, nail file. file. I need one of them. Thank oh. you. Nail file. Do you know, if you are looking for somewhere to go for a coffee over the Christmas period, then look no further than Ezra and Gil. They do beautiful pancakes, everybody. Yes, they do. Uh, they do indeed. And they also do a mean selection in drinks, alcoholic and non-alcoholic as well. It really has become one of your Manchester's favourite places to go. Indeed, now though, unfortunately, everybody, this is where we all sign off oh, for, the the year. for the this year. This is the end now, Flower. Oh. This is the end, everybody. I want to take a special moment just to say thank you to all our gorgeous viewers for staying with us and really making this the place where the city comes to talk. From myself, Brandon, and the entire team here at your Manchester, have a fabulous Christmas yes. and we sincerely hope to see you in the new year. Cheers, Cocker. Cheers. Thanks for watching this week's episode of. You're Manchester! Oh.